Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in this Sunday. Uh, what a great day it is. Um, if you guys do not know, my name is Joshua Moore. I am the son of Pastor Moore, First Lady Moore. Um, yeah, they got me, guys. They got me. Uh, I'll be delivering uh, today's sermon. Um, so just bear with me. Um, but like all the good pastors say when they come up here and when they speak before the church, and I do want to thank Pastor Moore for uh, entrusting me with this opportunity. Um, I know this means a lot to uh, myself, but also to him uh, and to God as well. So with that being said, let's dive in, let's dive in. Um, I'll be speaking from two scriptures today. The first one is Genesis 37, five through nine. And it reads, now Joseph had a dream and he told it to his brothers and they hated him even more. So he said to them, please hear this dream, which I have dreamed. There we were, binded sheaves in the field. Then behold, my sheaf arose and also stood upright. And indeed your sheaves stood all around and bowed down to my sheaf. And his brothers said to him, shall you indeed reign over us? Or shall you indeed have dominion over us? So they hated him even more for his dreams and for his words. Then he dreamed and still another dream and told it to his brothers and said, look, I have dreamed another dream. And this time the sun, the moon, and the 11 stars bowed down to me. Let's jump to the second scripture, Genesis 39, verse 20 through 25. It says, then Joseph's masters took him and put him into the prison, a place where the king's prisoners were confined. And he was there in the prison, but the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners who were in the prison. Whatever they did there, it was his doing. The keeper of the prison did not look into anything that was under Joseph's authority because the Lord was with him. And whatever he did, the Lord made it prosper. Today, I want to speak to you all with the sermon title of Faithful or Unfaithful, Who Do You Trust? Um, so I want to provide a summary of the entire story of Joseph. Um, you know, chapters Genesis chapter 37 through 45, um, it speaks about how Joseph was born into a big family, a uh, family of many brothers. And one night he has a dream and God shows him the vision of what his future will look like, the things that he has in store for him. The dream was that his brothers and the entire family would one day bow to him due to the fact that he would be royalty. After telling this to his family uh, and to his brothers more specifically, it instantly triggered hate within his brothers, so much so that they plotted against him. Eventually they decided to sell him into slavery. They did all this just so they could reposition his life in a way that it would prevent him from meeting the goal and meeting the destiny that God had for him. Throughout the journey of being sold, Joseph endured in a lot from slavery to jail, but his faith never wavered. We are living in a time where a lot of people, especially young adults, are going through a journey that seems outright impossible to come out on top of. And it could be for a variety of reasons, debt, COVID, anxiety, lack of experience, or lack of degrees and certifications. There's also another group of people out there who find themselves in limbo and truly believe that God has forgotten about them. And because of this, 
They believe that they are failures or aren't destined to do anything of value or importance. Honestly, I feel like it's so easy to get caught up in this group, especially because with my generation, uh, we've become microwave generation. Uh, you know, we wanted immediate gratification and instant success with no trials or tribulations. But newsflash, it's not realistic. So now I pose a question. During times like that, filled with uncertainty, doubt, pain, and every other emotion there is, where is your faith? So my first point today is, are you in tune with God? The very first thing that triggered was the dream shown by God. There we were, binded sheaves in the field. Then behold, my sheaf arose and also stood upright. And indeed, your sheaves stood all around and bowed down to my sheaf. This is probably the most important part of the story. And some of you are confused and don't understand why. So let me ask you this. How does a soldier carry out a mission if he isn't brief on what his assignment is? See, a lot of us are looking to accomplish missions and goals that aren't assigned to us and doesn't correlate with God has purpose for our life. We're just here trying to do our own thing. And then with doing that, we think that God is going to back us up despite going against what he has planned for us. Some of you guys are asking me, how might I know? How will he tell me? God has many subtle ways of showing us what we need to know. And we have, but we have to be in tune with him to catch it. But one sign for sure to know that you're on the right track is the response that you'll get after telling someone what God has showed you, which leads us to our second point. Everybody ain't for you. If you jump to the text in verse eight, it says, and his brother said to him, shall you indeed reign over us or shall you indeed have dominion over us? So they hate him even more for his dreams and for his words. There are some people who you hang around and not necessarily friends, but y'all just always in the mix together that will discourage you from what God has set out for you in your life. Joseph's family despised, envied, and hated him so much that they conspired against him. So what does that tell you? The passion and vision that God has placed in your heart ain't for everybody's ears. Even though we've seen them conspire against him in verse, eight, in verse 18, don't miss saying that evil and hate is no match for what God has destined for you. Which leads us to the third point. God's promise will prevail against any obstacle. The promise was very clear. It was a dream and the visions that Joseph had early in the text. In verse 18, we get exposed to one of the many obstacles Joseph will encounter. Some of his brothers wanted blood. They wanted him dead. The original obstacle didn't stand a chance because God's promise, the dream Joseph had, had yet come true. God's promise kept Joseph from meeting his demise. How many of you out there can testify that it was nothing but God's favor and promise that has allowed you to still be here? It's because of that the devil's plans didn't work. To someone who lacks faith, once a little obstacle hits, they believe it's the end. They think it's over. I'm here to tell you, keep the faith. Thank God for the obstacles because sometimes the obstacles prevent you from meeting your demise. That obstacle that forced you to take a step back was really a blessing because if you kept in that direction, you were going, you would have wiped yourself out. The job you lost was really a blessing because that stress you was encountering on a daily was supposed to kill you. But now that it's no more, it just opened your availability for what God really has planned for your life. For you young adults, that flat tire you caught and messed up your plans that night really saved you because the devil was gonna wipe you out. All because of the promise is why you're still here. Let's jump to chapter 39. To the person Joseph was sold, he realized the favor that was on his life. And because of that, the Egyptian made Joseph overseer of his home. 
and things started to look real good for him, but more trials were on their way. This leads to the fourth point. Brace yourself for a fight. Even when things are starting to look good, you gotta be ready for war and mentally strong as well. You have to condition yourself to keep the faith no matter what. If you think the devil is gonna allow you to travel your journey and welcome to what God has manifested over your life without any challenges, you've got another thing coming. I hear you guys asking me, what makes you so sure? If you jump to Genesis 39, 11 through 18, you'll see, when you do what you're supposed to do, the devil will try to find a way to get you to give up, to get you to walk away from what God really has in store for you. The fight can take many shapes or forms. One, physical. Your body may get tired, maybe some bumps and bruises down the, down the road, but you gotta keep fighting. Even if a body, even if something gives out, you just gotta keep going, you gotta keep pushing. Second, the mental aspect. Thoughts of not being good enough might creep into your mind, or how you should be further than where you are, or maybe you're too old. And ain't nothing but the devil on social media. Keep pushing. Three, you may be in a situation similar to Joseph, where it's environmental. Someone is attempting to destroy you. See, a person that lacks faith is just gonna quit, walk away. But the person who has faith believes that God didn't bring them this far just to struggle. There's more in store and you just have to keep fighting. Even for Pastor Moore, with the journey of being a head pastor of Carolina Church, the journey from Morton Street in Washington, D.C. all the way to 9901 Allentown Road has been nothing but a faith-based journey. Even the obstacles that he faced, he never gave up. Even people thought that we shouldn't be worshiping, we shouldn't be in the buildings that we were. It was nothing but faith that kept us going and has us where we are today in 9901 Allentown Road. I hear some of you saying, we get it. God's favor and his promise will allow me to see another day. The devil will attempt to push me to the point where I want to give up. But what about me? I don't really feel like I'm in a battle. I just feel stuck in limbo. I feel defeated. So when you jump to Genesis 40, you see that Joseph is in prison. He is falsely accused for throwing himself at his master's wife. While in prison, he encounters both the butler and baker to Pharaoh. While they were there, they both had dreams that required interpretation. So Joseph, being in tune with his gift, interprets the dreams for them under one condition. They speak to the Pharaoh about his gift. Now, of course, when they got out, they forgot. But it's funny because God always has a way of bringing things back to the light, even when those that you were depending on dropped the ball. So Pharaoh himself had a dream that needed interpretation as well, which caused Pharaoh's servant to recall on Joseph and his gift. I just want to pause here and let you guys know that it's clear to see even in the midst of feeling defeated and when your back is against the wall, you have to continue to have faith and operate within your gift because you never know the rooms that your name will end up in due to your faithfulness. And similar to Pastor Moore and Carolina's journey from Morton Street to 9901 Allentown Road, there's been nothing but his faithfulness that has allowed us to be here today. And so with that, I want to encourage you all throughout your journey, throughout your transitions, whatever phase you may be in, remain faithful, be steady and continue to be in tune with your gift because you never know what God will do for you.